I'm Denise. She's a non-fiction editor. And I'm Louise. She's a fiction editor. And together, we're the Editing Podcast. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Editing Podcast. So in this one, we're going to talk about saying goodbye to an editorial client. Oh. <laughs> and this is one of those things that most editors will have to make a decision about at some point in their careers, isn't it? Yeah, it's true. And we're going to look at some of the reasons why you might decide to discontinue that relationship and what you might want to consider before you jump ship. Yeah. First, the client's budget means the rate doesn't work for the editor any longer. So perhaps you started working with this client at the beginning of your career when you were building your business. Yeah, so then you enjoyed the work, you were grateful for the excellent references and testimonials they gave you, but at that point you hadn't built up enough clients to mean that you felt comfortable being picky about the rates you were being offered. Now, however, your business is more robust. You've brought in as many efficiencies to the editing process as you can, and yet the average hourly rate you're earning feels hard won. Mm. Maybe your expectations or needs have changed, or maybe the client hasn't been able to raise their prices as high as they'd have liked because um, their operating costs are putting pressure on them. Yeah. Regardless, what you want to earn no longer matches what they can pay. And that's making you think twice about working with them. So a second reason might be that for some reason or another, the client frequently pays late, which means that every time you work for them, you have to spend time chasing invoices. Yeah. So it's not so much that about um, what they're paying. Mm. It's rather that there's a cost for you in terms of the time spent chasing that payment and the emotional impact of that on on you because that can make the relationship feel stressful and difficult absolutely yeah it can be really quite exhausting just anticipating that you're going to have to do that at some point yeah so a third reason might be that the client's terms of service have changed such that the way that they want you to work is no longer compatible with how you want to do things perhaps they want you to use different software or turn around projects faster or maybe they want to extend the terms of payment beyond a period that you feel comfortable with and that's affected what once felt like a nice easy relationship yeah so a fourth reason is that you're shifting your editorial brand into a niche that doesn't match the type of work the client is offering perhaps you want to do more fiction editing work but your client is a humanities publisher who offers you lots of academic work yeah, or maybe you want to work on meteor projects that take the course of several weeks or months even to, to fulfil, but but your client is an advertising agency that needs a 24-hour turnaround. Yeah, and our fifth reason is that the client's expectations regarding an editorial service feel like scope creep to you. Mm -hmm. So perhaps a new managing editor comes on board and their definition of what a proofread entails feels to you a bit more like copy editing or even developmental editing. Yeah, that happens. And yeah. yet the fee offered maybe doesn't allow for the multiple editing passes that would allow for this work to be carried out robustly. Yeah. And any of those five reasons and plenty of others we haven't covered here might leave you considering whether it's time to get your coat. And all <laughs> of them are perfectly legitimate reasons to feel that way. So now the question is, should you leave? And if so, when? Yeah. So before you make your grand exit, we recommend that you think through some of the considerations because taking a breath will give you a moment to just think through the options and the consequences. Yeah, so first of all, will saying goodbye leave a hole in your schedule that will hurt you financially? 
So what we say to that is that it's really important to take a good look at your schedule of work so you understand fully the impact of this client on the health of your business. Yeah, that's so important mm. because they might not pay you as much as you like and they might not pay you as quickly as you'd like. But if their projects count for 30% of your income over the course of a year, you need to be confident that you're in a good position to cover that with alternative clients. Absolutely. Yeah. So instead, you might decide to carry on working for this client. But in the meantime, you might decide to commit to doing the marketing work that will put you in a position whereby you can transition away from that client a bit more gradually. Yeah, yeah, definitely. The second thing to consider is whether it really is the case that you don't want to work with a client anymore or whether you'd consider maintaining the relationship if the terms were to change. Yeah, and I think that's really important mm. for us to analyse thoroughly. And in that case... Is it worth having a business discussion in which you attempt to renegotiate the terms? You might be able to agree a higher price or a different turnaround or a modified scope for the editorial work. Yeah, you might. And the fact is, you don't know until you ask. And it's a legitimate question to ask as a business owner, especially if you think the relationship is worth salvaging. Yeah, absolutely. It's always worth asking that question. So a third consideration is a blunter one, and it comes from your heart rather than your head. And in this case, it's not the money that's the problem. The rate is a good fit for you. It's not the terms either. They're fine. It's that for whatever reason, you just don't want to continue the relationship because the work makes you unhappy. Yeah. Now, I think all of us have faced or will face situations mm. where for some reason or other, no amount of money or renegotiation can make a relationship work. And in that case, if we can bring things to a close, we should. We are business owners, not employees, and that gives us the right to decide who we work with without obligation and in ways that respect our mental well-being. Yeah, that's so true. And what we say when we bring things to a close will depend on the circumstances. But in a worst case scenario where things have become uncomfortable, keep it businesslike and keep it brief and framed in such a way that the door isn't left open. Yeah, that's a really good point because we're not obliged to offer lengthy and emotive explanations. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> for why we're discontinuing the relationship. But best business practice, I think, does require that we should be clear. And sometimes less is more, isn't it? Absolutely. So that's it for this episode. There you go. That's a really good example of less is more. Yes. Less is more in action. Yeah. And it is true. That is it for this episode. Brief and to the point. Thank you so much for listening again. So if you'd like to help support the editing podcast, you can join our Patreon community for only £3 a month. I've got the giggles now. <laughs> yeah, we'd love to have you on board. So if you're interested, hop over to patreon.com forward slash editing podcast. All of our patrons get exclusive access to a huge batch of transcripts and we'll pop a note in the we'll pop a link in the show notes for you. In the meantime, she's been Denise. And she's been Louise. Join us again next time. Bye. Bye.